probably come barely in.
Good evening and welcome to our candlelight Christmas Eve service here at Cross Timber. It's our pleasure that you've taken this little slice out of your evening to be with us. Um, we are thankful to have Alfred, I'm Stumarong, help us out with the piano tonight. I'm Jackie, our pianist is out of town taking care of her father, and so we are we're blessed with that and we're certainly thankful as well. just want to welcome you and, and let you know that during the course of the year, this is one of the, the things I look forward to the most, um, the anticipation leading up to Christmas and the ability to, to come together to share from, from Scripture um, the wonderful story of Christmas that starts way back well before Bethlehem, sing carols and, and see smiling faces and see anticipation in the face of children and um, exhaustion. Um, on the face of many many adults, but all in all, the joy of the season in our hearts. Um, I'd like to open us in a word of prayer, and after that, we'll um, we'll listen as we read together, or as we read from the prophet Isaiah. So let's um, pray. Lord, we are thankful that at this Christmas season we can pause for these moments together. We can join our our hearts together in songs that are familiar, that remind us of Christmas, of your son Jesus, that we can hear the story that is from old but never seems to get old, the wonderful story of the birth of your son Jesus, of his life that was laid down on our account so that we might have life in him. And so, Lord, we ask that you would help us to experience your presence through the scriptures that we read, the songs that we sing. And we ask this in your wonderful name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah wrote words of encouragement to the people of God. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has shown light. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior is in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this day, time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Would you join as we sing together, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus.
thought you would maybe just get to sit there and sing every now and then, but you're actually going to help me as we read along responsively. Um, you'll find your part um, in the part that says congregation. And as we turn our hearts toward the coming of the Lord Jesus, let's share in this together. To us, a child is born. This day in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. From His fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Would you join in singing together, O come all ye faith. Matthew writes, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, 
For that from which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Will you join us as we sing together, The Little Town of Bethlehem. Thank you. 
joy to the world. tonight and we're thankful that you are joining your voices with us. I think it's just wonderful to listen and, and just see here men and ladies, all the different ages, all the different voices join together and you know we could listen to choirs that sing four parts but I think some of the most beautiful music is just the natural blending of voices when God's people gather together to give praises to our Lord. Would you join me again in participating in another responsive reading? This is from the book of John and also from Colossians. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. Amen. You know, as we look around in our auditorium this evening, you see um, battery-powered lights, we have electric lights, we have old-fashioned candle lights, 
Some of you may even have a light on your cell phone on. I don't see any glowing faces, so I don't think any of you now are looking at your phone. But I want to talk about light for just a few moments. When John wrote his gospel, he mentions that Jesus is both the light and the life of men, the true light coming into the world. Couldn't imagine that if we were there and we'd seen the star that was above Bethlehem that, that guided those to the manger, that it would have been a wonder. But to see the true light that was shining in the glory of the face of Jesus, what that must have been. To stand with Philip and the disciples as Philip questions the Lord and says, Lord, show us the Father. And to have Jesus reply, I think very lovingly, Philip, boys, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. See, Jesus, the light, John says, was coming to the world. But the mystery of mysteries, the wonder of all things, is that He existed before the world. He, in fact, was one who created the world, but yet, because God loved the world, He was coming into the world. Theologians use a really big word, incarnation. To keep it simple, God Himself put on human flesh came to a little bitty town that nobody really thought much about, was born in less than optimal conditions to a poor girl and a young man, not in a palace, but yet to be one who would be the Savior of the world, King of kings and Lord of lords. And John writes that he came and he dwelt among men, but yet... Even though Jesus was the light, He came into a world that was dark and broken and evil. And the dark didn't recognize Him and the dark even rejected Him. But yet He came to bring both light and life. And so when we speak of Jesus and we look at lights of Christmas, we could say that the brightness, the the shining glory of God's love shines out in Now think just for a minute, the greatest gift you probably could ever remember receiving for Christmas. Now you can mark off socks and underwear because I know nobody would ever say that. I would think about the time that my brother and I got real live bow and arrows on Christmas Day from my older cousin and we proceeded to shoot them in a backyard that was probably a little smaller than this auditorium. And because we couldn't shoot far, we just shot up, which is not... Yeah, yeah, y'all are y'all know it's not very smart. But I'm here, and my brother is still alive too. But that was probably one of the art, the greatest things that I could remember from my childhood. And we could probably all think of the same thing. But think that that the God who created the universe loved each and every one of us so much that He wanted to send us the very best gift ever, a gift that we needed, a gift that we all could use, a gift that we don't even recognize sometimes that we have a need of until God miraculously opens our eyes till the the blindness of spiritual blindness is removed and we see the light. We see that Jesus is the light. He's God. 
he knows God because he was from God. He is God. He makes God known to us and he gives light everywhere he goes. And that light is the life of men. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to live in a dark world. Few things can survive without any sort of light unless they're created by God to live in that darkness. But the God who said, let there be light, was there in the beginning, was there when everything seemed to be lost at in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, shines His brightness into the light of human hearts. See, if we're really honest, we would have to say that before we've met Jesus, all of us walk around in darkness and there's people, even right now, maybe some here and definitely living all around us that are, are walking in darkness and they're walking on a dead-end road that leads to spiritual death. And this Jesus who John said was the light and life of men calls men and women to step out of the darkness and step into the light. The problem is, John records, men love the darkness more than the light. But oh, when the sweetness of the Savior sounds that saving song, it's like a light bulb comes on above your head, a spiritual light bulb, and you find true life by faith in Jesus. Because listen to what John writes. He says, to all who did receive Him, receive Jesus, who believed in His name, He gave the right. And it's so much better than getting out of jail. It's so much better than a free pass. He gave the right to become children of God. And then on a few chapters later, in John chapter 12, Jesus challenges us, while you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light, daughters of light. So we wonder at the light, we glory at the light, we think, see the beauty of the light, but when it all comes down to our own relationship, Jesus says, while you have light, while there's still time, believe in the light, believe in Jesus, that you may become sons of the light, sons of God. Not by being perfect, not by living a good life, not by doing good things or being a nice guy or a good gal. The Bible just simply says it's the turning away from the darkness of sin and turning toward the light. It's like being in a dark room and seeing a light far away and walking toward that light. And then believing in His name. Whose name? The name of Jesus. And the promise of God, He gave the right to become one of His very own dear children. So as we look at the light, we sing about the light, we are reminded of the one who is the light and life of men. My prayer for you as you leave this building in a few minutes, as you go spend time with your families, or maybe it's back to work on Tuesday, is that the light of Jesus would shine into your darkness and bring light. And if it's already shining there, that it would glow brighter and brighter and that God would use you, would move you and speak through you to be one who reflects His light everywhere the 
let you go to all you see. We're going to light some candles here in just a few moments to remind ourselves of the light of the world that came into the world. And as each candle is lit and we see the room become brighter, it just is a reminder of the fact that we are part of God's work. He sent a baby to build a kingdom, a family, if you will. Children of light, sons and daughters of light. And so I hope you do have a candle. If not, there is still opportunity for you um, to get one from the back. We're going to light our candles, sing together the song, Silent Night. And I do need a couple of helpers to help me start lighting candles. And so as we start to be to listen, as we start the light, let's just listen to the music of Silent Night. And then after maybe a verse, we'll join in and sing together.
now without the piano, I'd like us to just sing together the chorus from O Come All Ye Faithful. haven't had a chance to look around and see the room lit by candles, just do so now. And while you're doing that, let me thank you for being a part of our time this evening. Let me also let you know that um, we have a gift for your family. Um, We have enough for one for family, I think. So if you walk out the doors, you can place your extinguished candle in one of the the baskets um, to your right or to your left. And then there is a table um, as you go out on your right, and Mel will be back there, and um, she would love to um, share one of those gifts. And Deborah and um, my wife Deborah and my daughter Samara will also be out there. And we just want to uh, bless you in a way to say thank you and just for being here and um, help you kick off the Christmas season. Also, if you didn't get a candy cane or some chocolate, please grab some on the way out. Um, it needs to go. So, uh, please. Um, Well, I want to thank you. I just want to pray briefly, and after I pray, um, you'll be dismissed. Lord, we are grateful for this privilege to gather here. I thank you for these folks that while we spent just about, you know, 30 minutes together, that we joined our hearts together and we prepare for Christmas. And as families leave and as they go to enjoy meals or maybe look at Christmas lights, maybe there's more other, more preparations to do. Lord, help us to see in all that we do the wonder of it all, the glory of Jesus, the one who is the true light that's coming into the world. We thank you for your great love. We praise you and we pray.